the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 106 on this Friday, February 4th. It's the John DePietro Show. And this portion of the program, well, this portion of the program is brought to you by The Lodge. The Lodge Pub and Eatery. Stop in. You know, I was there yesterday. There was a nice crowd. Pop in and see them at The Lodge Pub and Eatery. 40 Bricknick Hill Road in Lincoln. Maybe you're out in the uh, the road right now. Why not pop in for a nice lunch, delicious food. Plus, the weekend is here. You're going to love it. Uh, it's always consistently good food. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Bricknick Hill Road in Lincoln. So, um... So a little bit of controversy here that I want to play, and it has to do with the fact that Governor McKee did an interview um, this morning, and he's going after Channel 12, and he's criticizing Channel 12. And I, I'm not, I, I think the Channel 12 reporting on this contract that, that has ended up at the office of Attorney General Peter Kilmartin, um, you know, he, he has no one to blame but himself, but he, he calls the Channel 12 reporting on this insider deal contract, um, which, but it, by the way, in his email, he he mentions millions. He was trying to say, I was saying, well, there's no way it's going to be millions. Well, it was millions. It was, in fact, going to be millions. So you you can't say that. Well, you know, I, I was going to make sure that it wasn't, well, well no, it, it, it was in fact millions. He then ended the contract early, but that, that's not what the initial intent was. So he, he's come up with these talking points that the, the Channel 12 is doing controversial reporting, and they're doing it by design. So I don't think this is a good idea. And I want to play you. This is uh, the governor earlier today. And this is, let me be very clear, this is posted online. So this was Governor McKee with Gene Valicenti. Over the last two years, which is a crisis that we need to, we need to uh, you know, speak to, Gene. Okay, that was Channel 12's reporting, by the way. You said done intentionally. Do you want to expand on that? What, what are you saying? No, I just, think saying? It's, I just think it is, it's controversial. You know, it, it gets people's attention. Uh, the fact of the matter is that initially they said that, a, you know, a friend of mine received, was part of the organization, closed the, the, the loss of learning that you has know, happened I in also the last wanna, few years, which is a right. crisis that we... That's good. I, I just want to point out, um, as, as I've said before, I know Gene. I used to work with Gene. I like Gene. Uh, this is, by, by the way, let me be very clear. This has nothing really to do with Gene. But he is the he is the you know you see him six o'clock on channel ten, so you know I, I don't blame him at all. He's got the governor on the line, and the governor wants to take shots at a competitor. In this situation, it was channel twelve. So I, I think um, you know Governor McKee is hot about this info, and I have also found. And again, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 109 on this Friday, and you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. A lot of times in the past, though, maybe I shouldn't say a lot of times, in the past, there have been occasions where Governor McKee is uh, prickly about something. 
And then it turns out we find out the why. Um, I come back to that. So something leads me to believe there's something else going on here. That he was particularly prickly. He Channel 12 did nothing wrong. Channel 12 requested some documents. They're investigating this story. This story that they did about this insider contract has now made its way to the attorney general's office. So it's it's not without merit. You know, and I'll give you an example. The other night, Go Local Fraud did an erroneous story that Clay Pell was looking to run for CD2. It was completely false, completely wrong. Clay Pell immediately did an interview and said, no, I did meet with Governor McKee. It was something entirely different and separate. I am not, I don't live in CD2, Congressional District, I'm not running. That, there's a huge difference, but that's why, you know, they're known as go local fraud. A lot of mistakes there. And they never clear them up. They never clear them up. Channel 12, you know, they, they, this has been an investigative piece that they have been working on. And when Governor McKee has made, Governor Dan McKee has made mistakes, for some reason he has it in his mind that the station is gunning for him and they have it out for him. And I, I think, you know, they... I'll tell you what they do. If if you are a media outlet, in this case, say Channel 12, and you you find that you are gaining traction and have a story, well, th- there's nothing wrong with flooding the zone on it. There's nothing wrong with, listen, there's something here. Let's assign not just one, but a couple of people to check this out because this looks like, you know, there could be something here. And in this case, there was something there. There was absolutely something there. This insider deal contract where Governor McKee is upset because he got caught that he was walking through um, his friends in able to obtain this state contract. Now, I'm telling you right now at 112, there's, there's laws against that. And you can't have collusion. And I think it has reached the point where Governor McKee knows that. He is upset about that. And he's angry. And so he's striking out at Channel 12. I don't think he should be. And I don't think he's got a leg to stand on in this. Now, let me, again, it's 112 on this Friday. Let me, let me just be very clear about this. Why are there laws against that? Because in the past, in corruption probes, I don't want anybody to be like, how dare anyone question my integrity or blah, blah, blah. Hey, listen, listen to me very carefully at 113 on this Friday. For anyone that wants to give that speech, this is Rhode Island. This is for crying out loud. This is Rhode Island we're talking about. All right. There's reasons why you have laws and rules and no one should ever say, how dare anyone question my integrity and blah, blah, blah. No, listen, we have seen in the past where you have and it's it, it can be a simple one. Right. I'm going to give a lease. You have a mayor who's going to give a lease. The, the, the city needs to lease space for whatever, something. They need extra office space, so they're going to put out you know, a lease. So they, they're seeking bids from people who will um, give them space and then you know, lease space to the city. 
There have been instances where you have individuals who they go to someone they know and say, hey, listen, you have a building, right? Yes. Okay. How big is it? It's, you know, it's 20,000 square feet. Okay. And how many parking spaces do you have? We have 30 parking spaces. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. And blah, 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 ceiling. So i tell you what. We, we're going to put out a bid. You bid for it. We're going to give you the bid. But then you're going to kick money back to us. Don't tell me that hasn't happened. That was called Operation Plunderdome. That's what they were doing with various people in the city. My point is, the reasons why we have laws and, and statues and, and, and is to avoid situations like that. So now Governor McKee could say, how dare Channel 12 question my integrity? Hey, listen, you, you can't take that. If you're walking something through. Now, in this case, even if we want to get better for the doubt, these are people that have been big donors to him. There's different ways to get the payback. Tell you what, we're going to give you this contract and wink, wink, nod, nod. In exchange for that, everybody in the company is going to be making big campaign contributions. Either way, you know, as, as our legal expert, Attorney Dodd, Tim Dodd pointed it out, it's, it sure looks as though Governor McKee was walking his friends through this process. And initially, they received the contract for $5 million. Now, Governor McKee ended the contract a few months ago, which Channel 12 reported on, and they're not going to pay them that. So what he's trying to say is, oh, I, they said, I was saying millions, we're not paying you millions. Well, initially, you did award the, award the contract for millions. Is it a good idea for Governor McKee to go to war against Channel 12 when he's seven months away from a primary? Hmm. That's an interesting one. You know, they used to say, what was the old adage with people that would fight with a newspaper? The old adage was you don't pick a fight with someone that buys ink by the barrel. Well, Newspapers are granted. You know what? Newspapers, the daily newspaper is not as strong as it used to be. It has been weakened. People find other ways to get the information, as we've talked about in the past. Think people used to get the newspaper to check the weather. People used to get the newspaper to find out if the Bruins won the night before. Or, you know, the people used to get the daily newspaper to get that. Now you, you don't have to. It's all on your phone. It's all right there. It's instant. Instant information is what it really is, and that has led to the decline of the newspaper. My point is, there was a time that you had to be careful whether or not you were going to go to war with the newspaper. The Providence Journal, final last hurrah, was probably in 2014. They wrote an awful lot of stories and editorials on the negative downside of Buddy CNC getting back in office. And it, I, I would even argue it had effect. It did. But, you know, this is 2022. So as someone that covers the media, Channel 12 is a very powerful outlet. Channel 12, Tim White, the investigative unit, Ted Nisi, Eli Sherman, they, they are a force. They are a force to be reckoned with. And I think it is uh, to Governor McKee's. Now, he, he may end up apologizing. 
But the damage is already certainly done. I certainly hope Channel 12 doesn't back off. I certainly hope, and, and, and I'm noticing on social media, Channel 12 alum, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, is coming to his defense. So Governor McKee taking shots of its controversial reporting. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't, it's not controversial. He may feel it's a little tainted. They're using email. They're using his own emails. Uh, but he certainly has it in his mind that the Channel 12 is out to get him. And he's using a complete stooge as a platform in the form of his pal, Idiot Boy, Park Boy, in order to try to help him out. Now, there's some good sound from the other night that I'm going to play in just a moment. But, folks, I also, it's Friday. Hey, I want to remind you, the weekend is here. Pop in and see our friends at the Centerdale Revival. Comfort, food, and cocktails. Stop it and see Shane and Company, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. They are waiting for you. I love it there. It's delicious food and drinks. You want to check out a new place? Go see my friends. I'm going to be there this weekend at the Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Now, I do want to stay on schedule and continue to give you the the news of the day. I'm going to play some more sound. I I mean it that um, this business with the mass in the school and it's... um, it, it's 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 a problem. It is a it's an opportunity, is what it is, for the uh, Rhode Island Republican Party if they take advantage of it. Let me also just see this embarrassing, I'm deeply uninformed. Uh, Jackie Goldman tweeting about the bill. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know who that person is. Uh, all right. Well, whatever. Um, but but this business of Governor McKee. And I, I did put out the sound and I played it for you. And I'm glad other people are going after it. Um, I think it's in bounds. I think it is. I think it is a misstep by Governor McKee. And, and you know, I, I'm going to also say. I, I, I think he, he got more bad information. He's getting. Um, he's getting some bad information. Meaning, you know, detrimental to him. And then, therefore, he is, in fact, um, he had a little bit of a temper tantrum. He did. Yeah, reporting the, the news is not controversial. So, hardly. You know, the, it, it was very telling that in the whole Dr. Scott thing, he, he had to opt for go local fraud to do an interview. So, all right. But it is Friday. And people are out on the roads and people are shopping. And we like to, um, I, again, I am, now I can play some sound right now. All right, we'll call Marie in just a moment. And uh, it's my health. Just a moment. But because I do want to play, leader Blake Filippi uh, was very good the other night. We're questioning. And, and you know, it was, a, it was a good, in some ways, it was good for people to see um, just what a rigged game it is at that Rhode Island State House. And also, for people to see, you know, there there is a war going on right now. Which side are you on? Are you with the corruption of the corrupt teachers unions? Let me play. Let's start off with uh, Jessica De La Cruz responds to the way that some of the people were being treated in the Senate hearing, saying the disdain for people is worrisome. I want to play. Uh, this was her at the the hearing the other night. 
I have here a little stack of, uh, of uh, testimony in support of this legislation. And most of it is through government agencies, and um, which is good. Good to, good to hear from them. Here we have a stack of emails from Rhode Islanders against the legislation. So we're not talking about a minority. We're talking about a majority of people. But even if they were in the minority, their voices matter. And government is accountable to the people. And the disdain for the people is really worrisome. So their voices should be heard. I'm glad they were heard tonight. And I hope we follow through and um, do not pass this, this legislation when it comes before us. You know, that was excellent by uh, Senator, State Senator Jessica de la Cruz. So that is a small example. She is an attractive candidate. And what I mean by that is there are a lot of people that feel that she is a rising star. Now, also, how about Blake Filippi, the House Minority Leader, going after this whole business of extending the emergency powers to Governor McKee? Folks, it's all about money. They don't care. They're causing irreparable Damage and harm to children. Let's hear. This is Leader Filippi. Masks, especially KN95 masks that you shouldn't have facial hair. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to be difficult, but I mean, this is a real issue, and, and you're obviously bearded, and, and yeah. why aren't why wouldn't you shave if you're trying to prevent mitigation by wearing a KN95 mask? So, I mean, that's something that I'm happy to, happy to do brought to my attention. Um, I, I, think, I think wearing masks, uh, I wear a mask as often as I can indoor, uh, indoors whenever I uh, can. Um, and I have no, you'll see me shave tomorrow. I'm, with yeah, no, I'm, not, I mean, I'm not trying to call you off, but it's, I just see, you know, I see our kids I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do everything I can to protect my community. I've got no problem with it. I, I just really, it I've never they, thought of it. They say when you to properly fit a KN. Mask, you should be clean shaven. And and if it's so serious and we're making kids mask up, I just I'm I'm just concerned that someone from the Department of Health isn't even properly wearing a KN95 mask. I, I wear high level uh, uh, mask because that's you know the the most um, the um, the safest level of mask that uh, I can I can wear. And, I understand. You know, and how do you respond to other countries and other states which have made the decision to unmask their children? Are, are they not following the science? Um, I'd just like you to kind of respond to that, please. Yeah, I think you have to take a look at Mr. current Chairman. transmission rates. Um, and we're always, from the Department of Health perspective, going to suggest uh, mitigation measures yes. that are safe, effective, and uh, can keep folks safe uh, during times of high transmission. I, I appreciate your testimony. I wasn't trying to be difficult, but it's an important issue. I just kind of want to get, get something out of it. Thank you. Mr. Chairman, if I may. Yeah, Representative Kenzie. Is it possible to keep the questions to the resolutions that are before us a little more closely? We've got a lot of people who are waiting to testify. Sure, we can try and focus our attention on the rest. It was, I mean, it was germane to the testimony that was offered. So I am sorry, Representative Tansy doesn't like the questioning, but it's relevant to the testimony that was offered by the witnesses. And I mean, this is all about a free debate and discussion of ideas. And, and I appreciate the witnesses indulging me. Thank you. Representative Nurk. Notice Tansy did not want any discussion of that. I mean, really amazing. Folks, also, go to log on at depetro.com. And who are you going to hear? Representative Justine Caldwell. Let's hear it. Parents should have no say in their children's education. 
be at a place where I'm deciding what gets taught in math because I prefer this. Or I decide, for example, in a timely uh, example, that I should decide what books my kids are reading in English class. You know, we allow experts to do that. We don't allow parents of any student to determine what goes on in their curriculum. And this is not and Now, what this is about, it's not about math. It's a, This was testimony on the sexualization of children. There are uh, many parents that were concerned about this new legislation that was being put in where they thought it would be very helpful to start to teach young children uh, in school how to pleasure themselves or how to pleasure others. So there were many people that are upset, like, whoa, 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 what are we talking about? That sounds like grooming. That sounds like you are taking young children with the intention of trying to groom them for adults. And then she had the audacity to step forward and say, well, you know, parents aren't experts. So parents should not be involved. We don't ask parents about math. That's not what we're talking about. First of all, anyone, any educator will tell you that... Good. You want better students? Get the parents involved in their education. Parents also have a right. Folks, good afternoon at 127. Let's just be very clear about this. Parents certainly have a right to have some input as to what is being taught in the classroom, what their children are being taught, let alone new legislation that wants to extend far progressive policies. Remember, with the, with the progressive left, and this applies to even people in, in the state, you know, a big thing that they're um, moving on is they want to start to, they say, eliminate shaming adults, pedophiles. They want to start, stop, we need to stop their words, shaming adults who enjoy Sexual interaction with with young children. I mean, that, that's wrong. You know, let's not shame them in that way. Wrong. No, there's something wrong. It's perverted. Don't try to normalize it. We don't need to use that word. Uh, yes, we do. Now, I'm also seeing this embattled Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has reversed appears most controversial policies policy writing on Friday. New memo. Calling for commercial robberies committed with knives once again be prosecuted as felonies. Memo staff also holding up a straw of the business of the firearm be charged as a felony. Whether or not the gun is operable, loaded, what have you. So, you know, this this also comes down to the laws. Moves follow widespread outrage, soft on crime directive that he issued. Day one memo after he took office and basically was uh, saying that from now on, they were going to be soft on crime. And let me also, I, I think people need to understand that police work hand in hand. Police are not going to go and um, go after someone, charge someone, prosecute someone. Uh, if, in fact, that that the case is not going to be um, held up or that's something that they're just not going to be interested in 
um, prosecuting, I should say. So that they they go hand in hand with that. You know, sometimes again, I I I have people that say call ICE. Listen, ICE is not going to waste their time and go investigate or arrest some illegals and deport them. If in fact the legal system is just going to kick them free. Now, folks, right now it's one thirty on this Friday, and um, listen, you're out and about. It's a little bit of a rainy Friday, but. Certainly, we don't have the blizzard that we had last Saturday, so it's a good day to get out there. Folks, joining us right now on the line on this Friday is the Queen of Health. It's our friend Marie. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. Happy Friday. Happy rainy Friday. That is exactly right. But what a good day. We don't have the blizzard of last Saturday, today and tomorrow. Marie, the focus remains. And in some ways, it's a good focus. People are focused on their health. People are focused on the health of themselves, their family. And folks, It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, is set up and designed to do just that. Help you and your family remain healthy. Absolutely. That's our mission in life. Folks, and Marie, whether it's vitamins, herbal remedies, or local products, talk about some of the different local products that you have that I know people love. Local honey is number one. Wow. Local maple syrup. We even have local gum. We have some local skincare products that are that are made um, here in Rhode Island that are that are really nice. Um, we're always looking for, always adding on different things that um, that we can find that are local and made really well. A, a cy berry, of course, is is one that your audience knows very well. And Marie, on, on a, a raw, and it's just raw out, this raw, rainy, cold Friday, I can't think of anything better than first stopping off at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, and some nice, delicious hot tea to warm people up on this cold Friday. Oh, absolutely. What a beautiful day for a couple of cups of nice hot tea, whether you like ginger, ginger and lemon, or something fruit-flavored, or something a little spicy. Some of the chais, we have quite a few choices. Now, Marie, also, a lot of people don't realize, with a lot of these teas, and you're so knowledgeable, with the right type of tea, there's many teas that they certainly have some health benefits, but on top of that, some of them can act as a sedative and actually relax people as they're enjoying their nice hot tea. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Chamomile, uh, lemon balm, passion flower to shut down that that noisy mind, um, valerian root. I kind of call that one stinky feet, but it does do the job. <laughs> it does the job is exactly right. And also, folks, we're speaking with Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Mender Road in Cumberland. Marie, also, boy, you have been a lifesaver. Some say miracle worker. The hemp and CBD products, it's really incredible. People that in the past, they've had problems with their feet or their back or their knees and their shoulder. And folks, if you pop in and see Marie, both oral and topical use, Marie, it's incredible how much this can help people. Oh, absolutely. So grateful to have CBD that, you know, it's finally legalized, you know, as it should always have been. Um, But oral, topical, we have it in tea form. They have a water-soluble CBD. So we have, we have, different ways that you can you can get the uh, the cbd gummies as well 
Now, folks, again, it's Marie, 1099, Mendon Road in Cumberland. Now, Marie, what are your hours on this uh, rainy Friday, and then what are your hours today and tomorrow? We'll be here till 5.30 today, unless it gets super icy, but 5.30 is the plan. Tomorrow from 9 to 4. And tomorrow's going to be nice and sunny. Folks, she's the queen of health. It's Marie. Marie, keep up the great work, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you, John. Take care. All right, folks, there it is. Marie, it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, right now it's 134, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I also want to mention, number one, I hope our friend Jeff Gamach is feeling better. I also want to thank JR, who uh, jumped in. Uh, I hear from so many of you, whether you're in Uxbridge or in Bellingham or in Rentham, and then obviously... You know, countless people in the Johnston area, in the North Smithfield area, in the Burville area, Cumberland, Lincoln, Woonsocket, uh, Gloucester, and then well into Attleboro. I want you to know we are we're live. We are local. We start at 11. We go till two. You get the real news That's you got. If you listen to this program. It, it should be clear to many that are listening, in some ways, it's almost, and, and, and I, I appreciate, remember, if you want to email me, if you're listening right now, and you say, I want to send you an email, I'd like to say hello, I want to contact you, or I want to advertise on the program, even better, but even just send it, th- the easiest thing to do is go to the website, depetro.com, it's my last name, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. And then you just click on Contact John, and it automatically goes to me. But I do like the fact that people are realizing that sometimes what we say on a Tuesday, other members of the media say on Friday. What we say on a Wednesday, they say the following. There's definitely, it's not your imagination. There is a time delay. And right now... um, I don't want to be redundant, but th- this is just such an opportunity for we need we need balance in government. I want you to understand that when I'm saying that more people need to get involved and run for office, whether it's in Rhode Island or Massachusetts. But just looking at Rhode Island, if you're listening and you, you, you don't have to, I want to be very clear, you don't have to join the Republican Party. You could run as an independent or as uh, Richard Southwell was saying, or even someone who wants to run as a moderate Dem. But this is an ideal time to run for office, this election cycle. You have to file by June. There's a process. You have to get signatures and so forth. But it's not a lot. Can't be that tough. Look at some of the nitwits that run for office. The election, a primary will be held in September. Or then the general election is in November. But this is what they call it's an off-election year. Massive amounts of people turn out every four years for the presidential elections. This is an off election year. Now, Rhode Island, there's some pretty significant elections because you have the statewide governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, general treasurer, attorney general. And then you also have, you know, Cicilline has a, a, um, some opposition, Congressman Cicilline. And then the Langevin, that's an open seat for Congress. But just as far as. You know, some of the state senators, state reps, you know, this is a time. There is an opportunity. And you don't need a lot of issues. You don't. You don't have to run as a Republican. I want people to know that. 
um, as much as I try to push that. But you can't, what should not happen is many of these people run unopposed. If they run unopposed, there's no option. If they run unopposed, you're, you're guaranteed, you know, you know, never gets beat. People run unopposed. People that run unopposed never get beat. So now I'm seeing that Ted Nisi is putting out some information right now. Uh, Jessica De La Cruz saying she's planning to move into the district. She lives just outside of North Smithfield. Saying her and her husband have been looking at homes in Burville and Gloucester. Um, as I played her sound, there's a lot of people that like her. Uh, a lot of people regard her as a rising star. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with her bid, but she is definitely someone that, you know, could could uh, prove to be very successful. Now, I'm also looking at some other headlines, though. Emboldened China opens Olympics with lockdowns and boycotts. China, which used its first Olympics to amplify its international aspirations, invited the world back today, sort of. For the pandemic era, second games, this time is an emboldened, more powerful nation whose government authoritarian turn provoked some, country, uh, provoked some country leaders into staying home. They declared the games open during a ceremony, heavy on ice blue tones, winter imagery. Um, but on top of that, you have um, lockdowns and boycotts. Well, you know, they no, we should not be supporting them. They do rip us off. I, I No, there should be opposition. To that, and you know what? I I don't know. I don't have a lot of interest in watching the Olympics. I think it's kind of propaganda-filled opening. Beijing projects power in a united front with Russia. What does that tell you? You know what that tells me? China's the enemy. That's what it tells me. Anyone who is in fact an ally of Russia is our enemy. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this Friday, folks, it's brought to you by the Coesed Inn. The weekend is here. Pop into the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. I was there just the other night. You know, what a menu they have. Every meal is a feast. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn and delicious pierogi. Now, let me check out on this uh, Friday. So Biden's happy about his numbers this this situation with um the situation with governor mckee it's it's very concerning the situation with rhode island governor dan mckee this this power grab that he's got his his hands on uh that he just he won't give up and the general assembly seems very content to just go along to go along and let him have that power. And on top of that, um, you know, this mask mandate, which is just ludicrous. So now I'm looking at the Facebook page for competition shooting supplies. They have some beautiful. Let's see if we can get John Francis on the line. Wow, look at that Glock. What's the. Uh, <laughs> wow, that the, these he's got some beautiful Glocks in right now. Smith and Wesson. And I really like. Um, he's got, I meant to get one of those. He's got some great 12 gauge defense shotguns, Rock Island Armory, three choke tubes, adjustable cheek piece, ideal for home defense. And they're, they're not expensive. Let me see if I can get, 
should have grabbed one yesterday. Um, let me see if I can get my gun guy on. Folks, let's call John Francis right now. Competition shooting supplies. Again, as I mentioned, he is uh, frequently updating his website, Facebook page, excuse me, Facebook page for competition. Well, you can see exactly, you know, what we're talking about as far as the model, the photo. And as I was telling him, folks, you know, as things continue to... Folks, there he is. Joining us right now is the Defender of the Faith on the line with us from competition shooting is John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Well, I was just talking about your Facebook page, and now I'm kicking myself. I meant to grab one of those. Tell us about I love these 12-gauge defense shotguns you have, the Rock Island Armory. Wow, those are beautiful. That was, yeah, that was a, uh, that was a special buy one of my suppliers uh, offered uh, up. Um, so uh, they, they, have, they, they heavily discounted them. I guess they had probably a lot in stock. So, yeah. so it was basically a blowout sale. And I passed it along to the public. Wow. Now, there were six available. Are they all sold? They're all gone. <laughs> that is fantastic. I should have grabbed one yesterday. Now, but, but never fear. But tell us about these beautiful Glocks that you have. Oh. So wow. The, uh, the, the one that's got the bronze and the white slide. Yeah. join or die. That's <laughs> got the Gadsden flag motif wow. color-coded onto the slide. Oh. Boy, that's beautiful. Tell us about the Smith & Wesson you have. Oh, uh, which one? Um, the uh, MP380 Shield, easy performance. Oh, the, oh yeah, that's, so that's, the, um, that's a performance center model. Oh. Uh, so they took their standard uh, easy Shield 380 and they upgraded it. Uh, they got the, the gold, uh, gold anodized barrel trigger and grip safety. Um, it's got the flat style trigger, so you get a little bit more control that way. Um, and it's got fiber optic sights as well. Wow. Boy, I'm looking, though. These Glocks, look at the, tell, what about the Taurus? Uh, you have a nice selection here, John Francis. Uh, yeah, so the Taurus, uh, those are the TX-22 uh, pistols. Those have been uh, pretty popular. Um, so I still have them. They're both the same price, 320 bucks. One comes with a thumb safety. The other one does not. Um, they come with 16-round magazines, so you get plenty of capacity, and they'll shoot just about any 22 LR ammo that's out there. Wow. John Francis, those 12-gauge shotguns, so they went very quickly. They're perfect for home defense. Oh, that's, you, you yeah. can't beat that. For, the, for 230 30 bucks, bucks, you can't go wrong. Wow. Now, folks, again, it's John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Check out his Facebook page. He updates it. You can see exactly a lot of the new uh, inventory that comes in. Now, John Francis, also, I really want to pass along, and people need to understand, at 144 on this Friday, right now, there could be someone listening that says, you know, I wouldn't mind being a little more liquid. Uh, I'd like to maybe sell some of my firearms, or maybe someone inherited them, Uh, a family member that had a collection, they don't use them. You will either buy them outright or they could sell them through you on consignment. That's absolutely right. And a lot of the stuff that has come in, uh, we've done just that. Now, that being said, I've been getting such a response with that, I'm I'm running out of room. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how much longer I'm going to continually buying these larger collections that's a good that's a good problem to have john francis so now what are your hours for today and tomorrow there's no snow so it should be a good saturday a competition uh so today we're here till uh, we're here 10 to 6 on friday saturdays 9 to 4 30 uh i would say anybody that's going to be planning on coming in uh the, you know later today 
please be careful because it's getting the roads are getting really slippery. Yeah, out there the temperatures dropping uh, pretty pretty fast. And so ammo update. Um, Here we go. I've gotten a huge shipment of ammo through this past week. So I now have, I've got 22 uh, LR ammunition wow. uh, from a couple of different companies. I've got 9mm range ammo. I've got 50 round boxes, 100 round boxes, 250 round bulk packs. Um, in the 22, I've got 300 and 325 bulk packs. I've got 9mm jacketed hollow point defense ammo. Wow. I just got, I just got some more 380 ammo and uh with any luck i will have uh some more 380 and 45 auto uh rounds coming next week folks he is the defender of the faith it's john francis competition shooting supplies john keep up the good work and we'll talk to you again okay john you too all right folks there it is and it is as uh, right now 146 you know as i've been mentioning and you just heard john francis it is apparently getting very very icy out so you want to be careful of that uh going out <laughs> That's right, Eileen Violet. Um, out on the roads, you want to be very, very uh, cautious. Let me just check. You're going to hear the temperature continues to drop as the uh, afternoon is going along. And it could be, uh, which is unfortunate, which is unfortunate because, um, you know, it. the good news is the rain's getting rid of a lot of the snow because we did have a lot of snow. Um, and, but it is going to be icy. So people do, do, need, do need to be careful. They are going to treat the roads. The rain apparently is going to continue until 9 o'clock tonight. And then hopefully it will um, peer down. Well, folks, good afternoon at 147. It has been quite a week. And on the national stage, you know, this situation with Russia, with Ukraine, with us sending troops there, you know, this, it, it becomes... It's a game, and it, it's it's not a good game, but it, it's it's a game. And, you know, when you're dealing with someone like, it's very obvious with what's happening right now, where China, Russia, and Iran are all partnered. And, you know, it's it's them against the rest of the world. Russia may go into invade Ukraine this month. At the same time, China may invade Taiwan this month. They sense a they sense a vulnerable president. They sense a a very vulnerable president. And that that's that's not a positive development uh, for the United States by any ca- by by any means. So that's that's problematic. And then closer to home, you know, I, I'm just not sure where all of this is leading. I mean, clearly, the temps are dropping faster than McKee's approval rating. That's a great quote out there by Henry B. Chafee. It's cold out there. Temperatures are dropping faster than McKee's approval rating. How about that, folks? Check out DePetro.com and you can see how badly Governor McKee has fallen from 60% to 34% approval rating. Blake Filippi released a statement to ABC 6 News. Tuesday's hearing confirmed masking hurts our school children. The extension of the executive orders against science and good judgment. You know, this is when people have to get in the game. And there are so many people like it. You have to understand.
and they don't want you involved. If they wanted you involved, they wouldn't have hearings in the afternoon. They wouldn't, you know, there's, there's no free parking up around the state house. It's not easy to park on the state house. It, you, you've seen that when people want the public engaged, look at the efforts they go to. But they don't want you involved. They don't want you engaged. They don't want that at all. They prefer people to stay silent. So check out the website, Dimitro.com. We have some good stories also. That that woman, I think she's going to face charges. This woman, uh, Kavanaugh, that was, in essence, total stolen valor and pretending that she was this wounded veteran from Iraq and Afghanistan. But if you check out Dipetro.com, McKee drops 25 points in the recent poll. You have the video. The state rep says parents should not be involved in education. And then that North Kingstown story is, is really just disgraceful. But Sarah Kavanaugh, there's pictures of her with Senator Reid, with Congressman Cicilline in their offices. She was flying around the country. And it's, it's really just, you know, disgraceful. It absolutely is disgraceful, as a matter of fact. Um, but I, I also, I want to go into, right now, 151, the, the situation with Governor McKee and, you know, dropping 25 points in the poll. If you look at the polling numbers, um, Governor Raimondo never went under 40%. Governor Raimondo, in April of 2020, when the pandemic really just started, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo had a 74% approval rating. Think of that. But Cuomo had like 80. I think Gavin Newsom had 90, right? In May, Raimondo dropped a little bit, 72. In late May, 65. Late June, 63. In late July, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo had a 71% approval rating. Amazing. By August, it dropped to 60. October, 57. And then December, 53%. Then she got into trouble with the, uh, remember the mask and paint? And then in February, when, when then Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, when she then left to become Commerce Secretary, when she left... She had a 40% approval rating. Governor McKee came in. Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee took over in March. His first approval rating, 50%. 10 points higher than Gina. In June, open, open, open. 60%. Wow. This is easy. September. Now, in August is when his controversy started with that Tony Silva, his chief of staff. In September, drops down to 51%. He thought, ah, it's nothing. In November, 51%. But in January, Governor, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, 34% approval rating. That's a problem. Now, President Biden, you go to when he came into office last February, he had a 54% approval rating in Rhode Island. He had a 57% approval rating in April. He had a 60% approval rating in June. But then COVID started to come back. September, 51%. November, 46%. President Joe Biden in Rhode Island has a 35% approval rating. So this goes to you can certainly 
make the argument that Governor McKee kind of, by a couple points, but mirrors that of President Biden. Now, the danger, in my opinion, folks, right now, 154, the danger with that is if he mirrors Biden's approval rating, and they kind of both, I would say Governor McKee is kind of, wouldn't you, I think it's fair to say he's he's like a Biden Democrat, right? They're both moderate. Um you know, he's not, right, Elizabeth Sanders, Bernie Sanders are the far progressive. Um, it's not like that. So Governor McKee, I think by his own admission, he'd say he's most comfortable with Biden policies. But my the, the danger with that is I just don't see that Biden is going to turn this around. And Biden and Harris, they have low approval ratings everywhere. Let me tell you what's going to happen. In November, the Democrat Party... Is it's it's going to be I mean, they're going to get crushed in the midterm elections. As I've told you, many primaries are being decided in June. A lot of times, whoever wins that primary will go on. There's a lot of people that are not running for reelection. They don't want to deal with it. The Republican Party only needs five seats to flip it. And then Kevin McCarthy will be the next speaker. Some people say, I don't know if I like Kevin McCarthy. Well, I like him better than Nancy Pelosi. Some people, well, I'm not, I want a real Republican in there for Congress. You know who would be a, a Republican from Rhode Island in the 2nd Congressional District? Be a lot better than if it's Seth Magaziner, who I do not think is going to be successful. Nope, I don't think so. My point is, I think President Biden, with what's going on between inflation, with the fact COVID is still around, people are angry. Crime is on the rise. You have problems with China and Russia. I don't see, he's not going to, this didn't happen overnight. He's not fixing it overnight. I don't think this summer things are just going to like boom back up again. I don't think so. I think people are weary. People are frustrated. People are not going to just, um, they're not just going to let this go. Put it that way. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Stop in and see them tonight, today, this weekend. I'll see you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. I also want to mention that this portion of the program, and check out the website, depetro.com. You can see the polling numbers. You can also see that rep that said, I don't think parents should be involved with their children's education. Uh, and a lot of other unique stories, original stories that we have. And uh, DePetro.com, which is brought to you by Pat Elston. That's right, Caldwell Banker Realty. She is based in Cumberland, 20 years experience. She's still the birthday girl. It's birthday week for Pat Elston. Call her 401-474-5253. If there's someone that thinks, Jessica De La Cruz, call Pat Elston. She'll find your house in the second congressional district. Well, folks, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Friday. And um, I want to repeat, I think that a problem that Governor McKee has is, uh, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to predict there's something up. There's something up that, that we don't know about, but he knows. There's something up behind the scenes. He was rather surly this morning. He did an interview. He was, um, he is, um, 
there's something going on. He got some bad news. And 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 we just don't know about it yet. So if I were to guess, which I don't want to do, but if I were to guess, I'm going to say that he got bad news regarding investigations. He got some bad news in regards to some investigations into uh, his administration. That's that. That's what I think is happening here. Because otherwise, it, his behavior just doesn't just doesn't make sense. Um, he was too snippy. He still his talking points with Dr. Scott are bad. His talking points with Dr. Scott, I don't think they're going to get better. And it's it's going to be an issue all the way through the spring because the media has the right. You have the right. Listen to me at 158, almost coming up on 159. Listen, we have a right to know that what did Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott do the month of, you know, pick a month, the month of March to get 46,000. What did Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott do the month of April to get 46,000? And what will she do in May? We have a right to, you have a right to know that. That's our money. That's your money. That's taxpayer money. He doesn't like it. Governor McKee's like, well, you know, her people negotiated with state lawyers. Hey, you signed off on it. You signed off on it. Folks, at 159, it's John DePietro. Thank you for listening. Listen, be careful on the roads. I want you to stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news. Again, thank you to JR. And also, we're hoping Jeff Gamach continues to feel better. I want you to enjoy this Friday. Be careful out there. Enjoy this weekend. We'll be doing uh, one After Dark later. Again, visit the website. You want to get a um, reach me. And stay tuned. WNRI Winsocket.